This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. It is Pastor CG here. I am sharing today. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the ladies out there um, who can call themselves a mom, whether it's in the spirit, whether it is a surrogate mom, adoptive mom, birth mom, um, uh, assumed mom, whatever, Um, to all of the women who have carried children in their hearts. um, Happy Mother's Day to you today. I pray that today is a blessing, it's restorative, it's encouraging, um, and I pray that you receive something directly from the Holy Spirit today. Uh, I'm really excited to share with you guys today. I'm not on here often. Um, My husband has you guys in a structure, so he has all his points and stuff. I will do my best to give you some points (laughs) as we go through the message today, but Um, My heart today is that you hear from the Lord and that you're encouraged. So let me just pray and then we'll jump right in. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this day that we get to honor moms. We get to honor the women who have raised children, the women who have imparted to children, the women who have spoke into the lives of children. I just pray, Lord, that today that they experience your love, your grace, your kindness, I pray today, Lord, that all moms are encouraged and all of you who are not moms joining us today, I pray, Lord, that everyone receives something from the word today, something that they can take with them, something that will bear fruit in their lives. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, to speak through me. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to be here and to speak clearly to people's hearts as the word goes out. In Jesus' name, amen. So... We're going to jump right in this morning. I want to talk about a woman's journey in faith. Um, Not necessarily a a woman of faith, but in faith. Of faith, it kind of implies that, yes, we are of something. We are of faith in Jesus Christ, but our journey is in faith. And I want to talk about a woman's journey in faith. And although it's focused on moms, focused on women today, this is a message for all believers, for all Christians. Um, So take that with you today. Don't don't go away just because I said a woman's journey of faith. This is any person's journey. But today I get to speak to women specifically. Um, So be encouraged, guys, wherever you are on your journey. Um, But... I want to start by saying, you know, we only get from one place to another um, in our walk with the Lord by being in faith, um, in prayer, in the presence of God, um, in faith instead of doubt. It's walking with God. Our journey in faith is looking for God in every season of life. And we know seasons. We know the challenges in life. But finding him in every season um, is what sustains us. So we're going to jump right in here. If you guys want to turn in your Bibles or flip on your phones, whatever it is we're doing nowadays, um, I'm going to be on my computer um, reading scripture, but um, turn to 2 Corinthians 5.17. This is a very familiar verse um, to many of us. uh, Once you hear it, you might recognize it. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified today, Um, but it's 2 Corinthians 5.17. And it says, therefore, 
if anyone is in Christ, that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings new life. I want to start here because this is where we consciously choose. We consciously choose to make a decision that will change the course of our lives. This is where we um, have an encounter with someone. A woman's journey begins at this, this point. A woman's journey of faith begins at this point. It's safe to say that this is the beginning of a whole new world. And I'm not going to sing the song. For those of you who know, I'm making a reference to Aladdin. We're not singing It's a Whole New World today. But a woman's journey of faith begins at this point. Um, point one, first point for today is it all begins with an encounter with God all begins with an encounter with God. The beautiful thing about being in faith in this life is that being in faith as a Christian means that we have Jesus. It's a difference maker. Our encounter with Jesus will transform and change everything in our lives. This isn't voodoo. This isn't sorcery. This isn't witchcraft. This is a supernatural, out of this world encounter with the living God, creator of the universe. There is nothing counterfeit about Jesus. There is nothing that can invalidate the transformative power of an encounter with Jesus. There is nothing in your life that can, that can compare to encounter with Jesus. Encounter by definition means this, to come upon or meet with, especially unexpectedly, to meet with or contend against difficulties and opposition. Over the course of our lives and over the course of a woman's life, we become so accustomed, and I accustomed, and I know this specifically for women, and um, it's just the way things are. But we become so accustomed to the changing landscape of our lives, like it changes all the time, that we can do one of three things. One of three things: we can resist the change, we can flow with the change, or we can refuse to change. And all of us fall into one, two, or three of those categories, or all of them in any given season. Um, change is inevitable. Change is going to happen. We can't run from it. We can't hide from it. It is going to happen. And motherhood is one of those journeys in a woman's life. Um, however it comes upon you, there's always a season of your life where you have the opportunity to invest in someone to invest in another life, to pour into somebody else. And I think um, that's how motherhood has um, transformed our lives as women. Um, and just womanhood, this faith journey, it's like being on a life of change train. It's like being on a train. You have no choice but to go with the changes. The train is moving. You can't hit pause, you can't reverse, you can't redo. Um, you have to continue to move forward because the train keeps moving, whether you want it to or not. This train is going somewhere and you are not gonna be able to jump off the train because <laughs> the train of life is gonna happen. Time will pass, things will change, people will change, you will change. But it's in the process of all of this change. Where are we? 
who are we seeking? Who are we looking to? Um, and I think it's so important that we remember that it's in the movement, in the transitions, in the changes, that's where we find a steady and faithful God. It's in the movement that we can find that the one thing, the one person who doesn't change is God. He's steady. He's faithful. Everything in your life can be falling apart or everything in your life can be changing for the better. Wherever you are, whatever stage you're in, whatever season of life you're in, the one person, the one thing that remains steady in the movement of change is God. I sometimes wonder, like sometimes I look at my life, I look at people's lives, and we, we pastor, right? So we hear people's life stories all the time. We see people's journeys all the time. And I sometimes wonder if God created life to be so changeable, so um, with so many uh, transitions, so many things. I wonder if he created life like that just so we would remember that he is a steady and immovable God. I wonder if he, in all of this, knowing how crazy this world would be, that he did this, he created this, so we would know that our peace can only be found in him. In him, that's where we're gonna find peace. This is an ever-changing world. He is our solid, unmovable rock in the middle of the change, in the movement. We find a steady and faithful God. A woman's journey is this, that after the encounter, after we meet him, we have a new everything. What once defined us and determined our outcome is a part of who we are. But now, in him, we have a new definition of who we are. There is a way we live our lives that's different. There's a new perspective. There's a renewed purpose and a new hope because Jesus is hope. Peace can only be found in him, in this ever-changing world on the life life of change train we're all on it but god is faithful to remain steady in it so on this life of change train um when we're on our journey and just just so you know the word journey actually speaks of the definition of journey is a long time of travel passage or process or progress from one stage to another while we're on our journey we know that life will be, a, will be um, a little bit of everything. We'll have a little bit of everything in our lives. So, so that life of change train doesn't discriminate. Everybody's on the change, on the train. It might look different on your train. Your scenery might look a little different. Your, your, your um, seat might look a little different, but we're all on the life of change train. <laughs> and it doesn't discriminate, which means that everybody will experience the highs and lows of life. We will all experience the hard and the great things of life. Life will include joy, excitement, new life, deep and long lasting relationships, successes, and all the good things. It will, it will have those things in life, but it will also include the betrayals, the broken relationships, um, the painful seasons of loss and hurt. That is life. So point two, what do you do when it's hard, because it will get hard. So what do you do 
when it's hard because it's easy to follow Jesus when things are going well. It's easy to follow Jesus when you experience his blessings and his favor. And you're like, God, open that door for me. All these good things happening. The things you prayed for, your prayers are answered in the time frame you thought they would be answered. You're hearing God speak left, right, and center. But what happens when the voice of God in a certain season looks, sounds a little different? What if you can't hear him as clearly as you did before? Or he begins to speak to you in a new way and you're learning and you're growing and you're changing but because it's changing you're you're struggling to find your stride in this new season of life what do you do when it gets hard i don't want us to be disillusioned christians thinking that that following jesus everything will just life will just be like this little fun <clears throat> we'll be on the fun fun life train we'll be on the the fun journey that all things are good that everything is going to work out that's not what it means. Everything with Jesus um, doesn't magically get better. He's not the magic key to make things better. But everything will be better when we stay in Jesus. So let's turn here. This is John 15, 1 through 11. I'm going to read this. Um, I'm going to put it in here. I didn't have it in my... Uh, <laughs> Didn't have it pulled up on my computer here, um, but let me read this to you. Um, I think it's so important to remember this, that we have to stay in him. John 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes, so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch and withers and dies. And they gather such branches and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if we vital, are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified and honored by this. When you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples, I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love and don't doubt my love for you. If you keep my commandments and obey my teaching, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you, that your joy may be made full and complete and overflowing. Such a beautiful passage of scripture, but outside of Jesus, we will wither and we will die. Outside of the vine, there's no life. There is no life. What do we do when it gets hard? The only way to endure to get through it, to make it to the other side, is to stay in faith. 
It's a broad term. So, so what does that mean? It means to stay connected to the vine. It means to stay connected to Jesus. It means to stay in the presence of God, to stay in him. Verse 11 says, I've told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you, that, you, that your joy may be made full, complete, and overflowing. How do we know that the Holy Spirit is working in us when it's hard? We can still experience joy in the middle of it. The true endurance, the true joy, the true grace only comes when we abide in him, when we stay in faith in him. The hard times aren't just for us to go through hard things. It's not just for us to, oh, this, this was hard. This was challenging. I <clears throat> had this really terrible time of my life. It's not just to have hard things so we can say that we, we yes, we made it through. That's a great but out of all of this, what happens? Like when you make it through a little battered, a little bruised, maybe still recovering from the trauma of it all, who gets the shout out when we make it? It's not us. Yes, you can give yourself a pat on the back. Yes, give yourself a pat on the back. But it's not about you. Because as Christians, we remember that all we do, anything good in life, Anything great in life, any miracle we experience in life is because we serve an amazing God. When we go through the hard things of life, we know that we can still find joy in the presence of God. We know that we can make it. We know that we can have peace. We know that his grace is sufficient because we stay in him. How do we know these things? If our source isn't from the vine dresser, if we are not connected to the vine, if we are not connected to life, where the source is, where, where it's being poured out, how do we survive the hard times? We can't. And that's the thing, even when it's hard, we don't have the ability to sustain ourselves when we're connected to the vine. The sustenance comes from him. We don't have to be self-sufficient because we are sustained by the life that is being um, poured out from the vine dresser. He's gardening, he's pruning, he's taking care of us. He prunes so that we can bear more life, bear more fruit. We have to stay in him. And how do we stay in him? By staying in his presence, being connected to the vine. What do we do when things are hard? We stay connected to the vine. One of my favorite verses is Romans 15, 13. It says this, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith, that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Listen, this is where it is. This is how we endure. This is how we make it. A woman's journey is this, that we can still bear fruit 
even in the hardest of seasons. You can still bear fruit even in the hardest of seasons. Because when you stay in him, there's always hope. That when you find yourself in his presence, you remember that there's hope. When you stay in him, you're sustained by the vine dresser. We're sustained by the one who gives life in abundance to the full till it overflows. You don't have to do it on your own. When it's hard, find your source. And remember, you can always bear fruit, even in the hardest of seasons, because in Jesus, there is always hope. So we talked about having the encounter, that moment with God. We talked about when it's hard. How about we touch on um, finding contentment and joy? I can say this, one of the biggest challenges I think I've had in this um, journey in faith is um, this stage of my life has been super challenging. Um, motherhood is hard. <laughs> it's all the good things and all the hard things. Um, and sometimes it's hard to find contentment in the daily things. It's hard to find the joy in the daily things, like daily things like um, laundry. Laundry never ends. You guys know how many laundry baskets we have in our house? We have at least four or five and it they're always full. Like I could do laundry and it just, there's laundry in there. The same day I finished doing laundry is the same day there's more laundry in there. It's just never ending laundry. Um, for those of you who don't know, I have three kids. So my husband and I have three babies. One, um, Gia, she's our oldest, um, Dominico and Luciano. And Giovanna, Dominico, Luciano. So we have three kids. So there's an unending amount of laundry and excitement in our house. Um, the dishes, making lunches, the baths, the cleanups, all of those things. Some of you might be saying, oh, that's not that bad. Listen to me. When your life is inundated with all of those things every single day, all day, you will find it challenging to find contentment and joy in some of the daily things in life. I promise you, you will. But, um, and let's not forget the sleepless nights, okay? You know, I love babies, but I feel like I haven't slept for like the last 10 years <laughs> or had like a good night's sleep at least for the last 10 years. It is what it is. I know this is just a season of life, but um, it's interesting though, because my husband and I were talking about this the other day, that um, even in the crazy of all of it, God is so good because he will give us moments like um, where the kids, like kids, yes, they can be exhausting emotionally, but they bring so much life and joy everywhere they go. They, they are so full of energy and they remind you of how old you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they see life so um, different than we do. Like they, everything is an experience. Everything is so 
um, personal and everything is so exciting to them. And I really believe that um, God is good because he will give us moments where we're like, you know what, this is what it's about. It's about finding the joy in the middle of my messy living room, in the middle of having dishes in the sink, remembering that um, I have a lot to be thankful for. I have a lot to be grateful for. And I think that's something that I don't, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, if you want to find it, you will. If you look for it, you will find joy in the middle of, of life's challenges. You will find contentment in those things. But remember, it only comes from being in him. Um, here we go. Point number three, there is contentment and joy to be found in every season. There is contentment and joy to be found in every season. Let's read Philippians 4, um, verse 12, 12 and 13. Philippians 4, 12 and 13. And I, I, again, I'm reading from the Amplified today. Um, so here we go. I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times. And I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. I love this because Paul is speaking of being able to be content in every season of life, in every situation in life. This scripture we use a lot and we teach our kids, like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But the essence of this verse really means that we can find contentment in all areas of life. How, no matter how hard it is, no matter how great it is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because I am not self-sufficient. I do not do this in and of myself. I find my sufficiency in him, in him. My faith journey in him is where I find the ability to do all of the things that I don't think I can do sometimes. To do the things where I feel inadequate and, and not enough. I am able to do those things in him because he is the one who strengthens me. I don't do this in and of myself. Anything, any season I'm in, I can do it well. Every situation I'm in, I can make it through. It may not look like what I want it to look like right now. I might not be doing everything I want to do right now, but I will choose to do it well. Why? Because in all things, I'm going to choose to honor him. In all things, I'm going to choose to give him the glory. In all things, I am empowered by the Holy Spirit to do it. 
to make it, to endure, to do well in it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am empowered to live this life in this season that I'm in. I can do it through Christ who strengthens me. I am sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. My sufficiency, my strength, my passion, my purpose, all of those things come from being in him. It comes from him. I find strength that I am sufficient in his sufficiency. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It takes the brunt off of me. It takes the burden off of me. It takes the, the heaviness and the weight off of me to be able to carry everything, to think I have to do everything. No, I don't. I don't have to know how to do everything, but I know who does know how to do everything. That is where my sufficiency comes from. That is how I can do things well. One of the things I say to people all the time is anything good you get from me, anything amazing you get from me, you have an, a conversation with me and you're like, oh, I feel, I feel better. Well, praise God. That is the Holy Spirit at work in me. You just got a little bit of what Jesus is doing in me. I was able to share that with you. Anything good I know is from him. Anything good. Anything I do well, I do well because I understand that without him, I can do nothing. Mm. When it takes the brunt off of me, it gives me the space to see him in the areas of my life that are sometimes overwhelming. Where is it overwhelming in your life? Ask yourself the question, have I given Jesus the space to be all sufficient in this area of my life? A woman's journey is this. Contentment and joy are not things found in my own abilities. It's a supernatural out of this world, understanding that the strength I need can only be found in understanding that Jesus is wholly sufficient for me. In him, in him, I have the strength to do the things I didn't think I could do. In him, I have the ability to be content and find joy in where he has me in this season. We talked about this. We're on the life of change train. So there will be changing seasons. And in him, we can find strength, encouragement, joy, contentment. All of those things can be found in Jesus and in him only. All right, guys, so I'm gonna close with this. Um, let me do a quick recap, let me do a quick recap. So we started with um, encounter with Jesus. I'm gonna read the definition of encounter quickly here. It means to contend with, contend against, to come upon or meet with, especially unexpectedly. Um, 
to meet, especially unexpectedly in conflict. Isn't that what it's like when we first meet Jesus? It's like our natural selves encountering something of the spirit. There's a conflict there, but our natural selves recognize and realize that Jesus is supreme. So all we can do is surrender. That is what an encounter with Jesus is. It means I surrender it all. I know I am out of my depth here. I know that this has nothing on the power of Jesus. That is what it is to have an encounter with God. That's what the transformative power of God is. It's, it's us in our natural state, meaning a supernatural God, creator of the universe, and it transforms us. But we have to understand that that is an encounter. It's a moment, but there's a journey that's about to take place. And on this journey, the life of change journey, <laughs> life of change, don't be the person who resists change. Don't be the person who refuses change. And if that's you, it's possible to begin to make the choices to flow with the change. That's what we want to do. We want to be able to flow with the change. Because in him, we begin a new journey. It's a new life. Here we go. Part two, we were talking about point two. We were talking about when, what to do when it's hard. We talked about staying in the vine, being connected to the vine. That's where our, our sufficiency comes from. That is where life comes from. When we're separated, we wither up and die. When we don't stay in him, in faith, it's hard to get through things. The hope that is in us is not continually fed, so it dies. Stay in him. Third point, there's contentment and joy in every season of life. Every season of life, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In all seasons, I can be content. Whether I have nothing or whether I am in abundance, prospering in every area of my life, I can do it all. Not because of anything I do, but because of Jesus. It's his sufficiency that I find my sufficiency. In him, I can do all things. Through him, he gives me strength. I can find purpose in this season I'm in, even when it's hard. So we're gonna close with this. In our journey, in faith, we wanna thrive. We don't wanna just, just barely make it. We wanna thrive. Faith is supposed to be this journey that um, allows us to continue, allows us to press through, uh, uh, and enables us to, um, to engage in the world that we live in. How do we thrive in this world? We thrive in him. We find life in him. We find purpose in him. We look for direction in him. We find joy in him. We find strength in him. Outside of him, it's not a full life. You will find yourself looking, searching, trying to find hope, trying to find peace. There are all of these things that are telling you, oh, if you, you need peace in your life, you need rest in your life, let me give you this to help you. 
But really, in all, in all reality, for believers, for Christians, the only place we're going to find true peace, the only place we're going to find true hope, the only place we're going to find truth and grace and mercy and forgiveness is in Jesus. That is the only place. The only place you're going to find true love is in Jesus. We need to stop looking at all of these external things to help us. Am I saying that those things are bad? No, but in and of, their, in and of themselves, they cannot be fully sufficient for you. When we look for those things, why are we not looking to the one who created us? The creator of the universe, the creator of us. He is the one who has everything that we need. Everything that we need. In him, we learn to trust him, to be faithful to what he said. Faithful to what he said he would do. And I'm going to close with this. This is another one of my favorite verses. Those of you who know me know that I say, <laughs> these are my favorite verses. I say that a lot because um, for every season, God has, has been so faithful in revealing his word to me, teaching me new things, showing me new things. But this is one verse that was particularly a uh, blessing to me in a hard season. Um, this is in Romans chapter four, um, verses 20 and 21. And it's just talking about Abraham um, and, and faith. Uh, you can read the whole chapter, but I'm just going to pull out these two verses. Verse, verse 20, speaking of Abraham, but he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and empowered by faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he had promised. Being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he had promised. We have a promise fulfilling God. And it doesn't mean that we're not gonna be in this journey in faith and not have questions for God. We will, because there's some seasons that are so hard that you just can't understand like what is happening here. But in him, we will discover that he is a God to be trusted, that he is a God who is faithful, that he is a God who is always there. So on your journey in faith, moms, women, A woman's journey of faith. The goal is for you to thrive as you thrive in him, knowing him, loving him, becoming like him, showing others who he is. As you thrive, that is a testimony of the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. It speaks, your life speaks of the goodness of God. So let's be found in him on this journey in faith. Let's remember who we are in him so we can find peace, contentment, joy, 
hope, goodness, faithfulness. It's a great place to be. It's a great place to be. And I loved being here with you guys today. I pray that you were blessed. I pray that you were encouraged. Um, and I can't wait to see you soon. For those of you who have never met the Jesus that I'm talking about, who don't know what it is to um, be on a journey in faith, finding him in every season. If you don't know Jesus, I want to walk you through a prayer right now. I want you to say, this was my encounter with Jesus today. And if you'd say this with me, um, I'd really appreciate that. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to save me. I ask you now to forgive me of all of my sin. I ask you now to fill me up with your Holy Spirit. I know that Jesus died and rose again for me. And I choose to surrender it all to him today. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Be blessed. Hope you have an awesome week. It has been my absolute pleasure to share with you today. I pray that this word goes with you, that you take it with you. We have some nuggets in there that will help you on your journey. I hope you enjoyed the message. And my prayer is that you will change your world as a result. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. And don't forget to follow us on social media 